there's so much power with one person. I mean, Dale, think about it, like how much power you have by doing this podcast. So same thing, we teach students and adults how much power they have with one person and then how much power we have together, right? And things, when things does go viral, that can be really powerful. They say the greatest gift that you can receive is life. But in life, there will always be a struggle. No one on earth can hide from the struggle. That struggle can be dark and lonely at times, and it may feel that we can't see the light. But we were not put on this earth to struggle. We were put on this earth to be the light and show the light. Today, we call this fight from the struggle to the light, the grind. And in any struggle, you need the tools and strategies to win. That's what the Daily Grind Podcast is all about. It's about equipping yourself with the tools and strategies from others just like you that fought that fight and were victorious in their grind. So listen up. You might hear that golden tool or strategy that's going to help you in your daily grind to be that light. Hey, what's up, Daily Grind Podcast? It's Dale here, and I am so excited to you know have you guys today for this show because we're going to switch it up a little bit, right? We had um, a couple of entrepreneurs on before, but now I want to take a little kind of a turn to more of the high performance in a different kind of sector that definitely needs to be on your peak performance and just continue to move forward in your daily grind. So I have a good friend of mine, Kim Carr. I've came on here. She is a head of a nonprofit that I'm going to let her speak in her own words, but running a nonprofit is being a CEO. So Kim, say what's up to everybody. Yeah. Thanks, Dale, for having me on. It's so fun to be able to you know, talk about the daily grind and everything. But yeah, my nonprofit is uh, it's called Hashtag I Can Help. And what we do is we educate and empower students to use digital for good. So we're actually about in the process of actually switching your name over to digital for good because that's what big companies, we team up with big companies like Google, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Supercell, Riot Games, all those big name companies to bridge that gap between students, schools, and companies. So we can teach these students how to use digital for good and how they can help is they can help us uh, lead, which is our internship and mentoring, and they can help us educate, which is our curriculum and trainings, and they can help us engage with our social media platforms and uh, those different pieces. So it's exciting to be here because we've trained over 450,000 students so far to date since 2013, but we've impacted 12.5 million students because of we train students and then they go back to their schools to train more students to use it for good. Nice. nice. So you train students to really um, empower other students to use this for good. That's just amazing because, you know, we were having a conversation before and it's like, this is a completely new age. And I don't even know how to even navigate as a parent, teaching my kids about this digital world, you know, keeping them safe at the same time and keeping them just um, mentally strong. So, I mean, it's groundbreaking in all the stuff that's going on with, you know, Facebook, you know, Apple and all the, you know, the marketing, all the digital wars that are going on right now. This is much needed stuff. So, Let's talk about how you actually structure the day-to-day. Now, you weren't always in the non-profit, right? No, I was a teacher before this. A teacher before this. So that grind of being a teacher is, I know, completely different from what you do now. But tell me a little bit about the key elements of 
your grind as a teacher that you brought over to your nonprofit side and how you structure your daily grind? It was definitely a huge change going from a being a teacher to going to be working full-time for my nonprofit because A, I had scheduled bells of when I was allowed to go to the bathroom and like when I'm allowed to eat. And then you go to this where I work from home um, and I go to the schools. And so it really is one of those completely different changes. But I think what really helped me go from education to what I do now is I had a prep period, right? To be able to set up for my class period. So I only had 45 minutes to get as much as I could get done an amount of time. So that really helped me, you know, crunch a ton of stuff out in a shorter period of time. So that's kind of what's made me so impactful with what I do here is I just, I mean, everyone's like, how are you getting so much done? It's like, oh, well, this is what I'm used to. Uh, I'm able to crunch, you know, things in and and you just got to be able to set what your intentions are of what you want to get done in that amount of time. And that's definitely helped me with this new profession of what I'm doing now is really putting down what you want to accomplish during your hour frames, right? This is what I want to get accomplished during this hour in this part of the day. And that's uh, definitely helped me get to where I'm at today. Love it. Now, I've been raised by all teachers. My mom was a teacher. She's um, retired for the past like three years. My sister is a teacher. She's going on, I think this is her 20th um, year. And, you know, and my grandma was a teacher. So I've been around teachers all my life. And I know a big reason why you're going to teachers being a teacher is for the kids, right? You see it on a daily basis. It kind of fuels you to keep moving forward and keep about the daily grind. So now that you are not a teacher, not seeing that every single day, um, that student that's coming into your classroom, what fuels you on your daily grind? Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. I That is definitely, students are definitely what makes me keep going. And so I actually created an internship program so I can be around students. So we have... Uh, 65 students in our year-long program. They serve a June to June term. And then we have actually seasonal interns that come in that are 45 students that come in for six months periods and they're working on the business side of things. So those students definitely push me. And then I go out and speak to schools and that's meeting those students and hearing their stories. And they're the ones who see it and feel it, how there's such an issue happening on social media. So they definitely fuel me on what's going on. And then also on the educators are just having such a hard time with the social media world. Uh, right now there's a TikTok challenge that was messing up schools like called the devious lick where they're literally pulling out entire urinals out. So it's affecting schools. So that's kind of my grind is, Hey, what can we do to f- stop this devious lick to keep happening to be able to, you know, help them on that end. So that's, that's definitely pushing me is helping this, helping the schools out for sure. This may this going to go on different routes. So, what is your kind of your secret to communicating to all these schools so like fast and effective? Because like you just said, like there was a challenge on TikTok mm-hmm. going like viral, and then having to communicate like a solution that fast. Like, so how is that network, and like how do you actually communicate all the way down to every single school? Yeah, well, the big thing we teach students, and this this can go for anybody, there's so much power with one person. I mean, Dale, think about it, like how much power you have by doing this podcast and the numbers that you're hitting with this podcast, right? So same thing, we teach students and adults how much power they have with one person and then how much power we have together, right? And when things does go viral, that can be really powerful. And so this can be anything of figuring out, hey, what can we do? that we can shift this negative focus to something positive. It's almost like a magician switching the the, the kind of the piece. When I spoke to students, I'm like, Hey, what can you do? 
that you can switch it. So afterwards we get done speaking, they created devious dances. So they quickly made something funny where their peers then started following that. And big companies, big tech companies, you know, everything from Snapchat to, uh, to TikTok, they're actually finding out they'd rather partner up with smaller people with influencers than the larger influencers, because people are starting to trust the smaller numbers that they that organically, those are your, really your peers, because when they get to be a hundred thousand followers, like it's not so organic anymore. They definitely know that they got paid to do it. So teach them the power they have as one, but then the t- power we have is together and that you can quickly shift that. That actually segue into my like next question is like, how do you make the tweaks? But it seems like the way that your nonprofit and the students make the tweaks is just using the power of one. 100%. It's power of one. And then they then team up with their you know peers, texting them. Hey, they text their friends saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. And then they kind of push it out. And we kind of instruct them, like, here's the best times to push things out. When people are waking up, right after school gets out, and then right when people go to bed, those are the three hot, for students-wise, those are the times that people check their social media. And that's when you can get that out. But adults, that you need to look at the best times. That's before school, usually at lunchtime for adults, because they can check it at at their break. So seeing when the best time is to push it out to who you're trying to target. Hey, are you liking this episode so far? If you're looking for more tools and strategies to help you on your daily grind, check out thedailygrind.com. The Daily Grind is not just a podcast. It's a community of high performers seeking to become their best self on a daily basis. Go check out thedailygrind.com and start taking action to achieve your best self today. You know, one thing about this podcast, we're always trying to find that golden nugget in everyone's daily grind. And it seems like it just hit me like a ton of bricks, like the the golden nugget in the daily grind with your nonprofit is understanding and believing in the power of one, right? Mm-hmm. And the power of yourself, right? And a lot of people sometimes are like, oh, I can't make that difference. You know, what what's like, what about me texting about something that's going on or sharing this is going to be actually impactful? But you're showing right now with your nonprofit, with every single student that comes into your guys' doors and you guys connect with, that the power one is so, so special and it's so dominant that you have to actually utilize it every single day. And if you do, you're going to really make a difference in not just your own life, but everyone else around you. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I think how we got to where we are is, you know, back in 2000. And 13, when we first started this, it was me reaching out to a company. They didn't know who I was. You know, I was just this little teacher in this tiny little town called Byron, California. There's no traffic lights. There's only stop signs. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. It. You know, and here I am just reaching out saying like, how am I supposed to get students to report when it's nine steps to report something? You're using these giant words. And they didn't know clue who I was, but I just kept asking them questions. And finally, they reached back out to me. And it was just what's the worst thing that's going to happen when you're trying to reach somebody that you think would be a good team for you? What's the worst that can happen? They don't respond or they say no. Right. But what's the best thing that can happen is they could respond back to you saying, Hey, we'd love to talk to you about this so we can help help you be the voice of students. And then now somehow I'm on the trust and safety board for big tech companies like Twitter. Right. And that was literally me having no name reaching out to someone I knew would be a good team. And I think that's what people get scared of is they're like, they don't want to hear from me. Yeah, they want to hear from you. You just got to tell yourself they want to hear from you. And I think that's, if you can get past that piece, 
that, that's, that's where you have the power is if you can get past yourself. You just said like, you got to tell yourself, like, you know, get past yourself and get past the fear. So how do you get past the fear to continue with your daily grind? I think that's definitely a support group. I'm actually in a mastermind group and it's definitely helped me. I had a business coach because uh, I was, my only friends were teachers. And for me Mm -hmm. to get to that next level, I had to be around people who were business and that were people that want to level up. Right. And that they are trying to get to the next level. So I did have a business coach for a while. And then I also um, got into mastermind groups. So it can be a group of accountability people that can, Hey, here's my goals for this quarter. And then they're making sure they're helping you get that. So that's, that's definitely a big piece and making sure you do have your quarterly goals and even quarterly celebrations, because you have to celebrate the the small wins, because if you don't, you're just going to keep being hustling and you're caught in this thing and you're going to burn out. So I'm constantly trying to find out how can I celebrate this, you know, these wins that I've created this quarter. All right. So what was your quarter three celebration? Oh, my quarter three celebration was that I got three superintendents to say yes to a project that I'm working on. And so with that, I planned a, I'm going to TLC concert this weekend. So that was my celebration. All right. All right. Bringing it back, bring it back on the creep creep and all that. That's right. Aren't they starting to show off of them or like something like um, Queens or something like that, but kind of based off of like a little bit of TLC. I don't even know. I saw this on ABC. It was kind of crazy. I, I don't know, but I sure hope so because I know that they lost all their money because they weren't good with money back in the day. So hopefully they figure out some ways to get some of that revenue back that they deserve. It's <laughs> another lesson for everyone that's listening. Be good with your money. All right. So who holds you accountable to your daily grind? Mm, yeah, great question. Well, first, I think it's definitely the students because if I am not relevant and if I'm not, you know, talking about what's affecting them and doing my research and talking to them about it, they can tell, right? So they definitely hold me accountable on that end. My mastermind group definitely holds me accountable because I want to be able to be able to go back weekly to be able to have a conversation with them of what I've done. And then of course I have a board and I just restructured my board to get people who can hold me accountable because before my board really was just a yes to me every single time. And I didn't want that. I wanted someone who's going to challenge us to make sure we're getting better. So that's a new one that I just structured to challenge me to get a better board that can that can hold me accountable for what we're trying to accomplish with our nonprofit. What masterminds are you in? Yeah, I'm in a mastermind called um, with uh, April Garcia. It's called Pivot Me. Um, and I know we we met because of Lewis House. So I was in a mastermind accountability group with uh, the Summit of Greatness. Yes, yes. Lewis House, I mean, he introduced me to this whole world. Like, I mean, that was like four or five years ago. And it's been um, just great. Just great. Actually, I want to get back into another group and, you know, pour into another greatness group and serve. So, but yeah. So if you're a nonprofit, how can people get like connected with it? How could someone like actually, you know, give to the nonprofit? And also like if they're trying to serve in a different way, how can they help you out? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Our, so our website is uh, icanhelp.net. And there's so many different ways people can get involved. We do have a huge mentoring program that we try to get as many people that want to come mentor the students. We have 13-year-olds up to college level and everything from there's a marketing group, video production, graphic design, digital media, recruiting, PR, content creation. And so they can meet with them. So we actually have an event next Friday, the 15th 
It's called Twitter for Good Day. It's Twitter's Give Back Day. So we try to get as many mentors as we can that day to come help the students work on projects that we're working on uh, to be able to continue what we're trying to do. And then they also can support. There's different ways. There's a steering committee that we have where we're trying to make decisions as adults and, and keep the business going. So it, there's several different ways you can see it. There's information there on our website. Check us out on our social platforms on Instagram, Facebook, um, and YouTube. It's I Can Help Official. And then on Twitter, it's just I Can Help. So lots of fun ways that people can get involved. Nice, nice. I'll make sure to put all those links in the show notes and uh, take it from there. But hey, thanks so much for you know telling us about your daily grind and sharing some more about the nonprofit and how we can all get involved and really help out, um, especially our students, um, help them moving forward in this digital world. So um, greatly appreciate it. Is there anyone else you want to uh, send a special shout out to or anything like that before you go? Oh, just a shout out to all my Summit of Greatness friends because it's a, it's a powerful group okay. of people that awesome people for sure. So good 10.0. That's right. Let's do it. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. So yes, love my summon of greatness on um, friends and everyone that's in that community. Lewis House, you've done a great job throughout the years, you know, interviewing all the great people on your podcast of the school of greatness and just continuing on. So keep up, brother, even though that you're a Buckeye fan and, you know, we'll talk about that later. But um, Kim, thanks for jumping on the show. And all you guys that are listening to Daily Grind podcast, remember, is nothing if you just absorb the information. I want you to take it, take action on your daily grind today. Take these golden nuggets. Remember the power of one for real. That is so true and key that we can change the world with just one person at a time. So start taking action and we'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Wow, what an amazing episode. Definitely brought all the tools and strategies to help you on your daily grind. Now, can I ask you for a quick favor? If you like this episode, please leave a review. Tell people how this episode helped you with your daily grind. And don't forget to take action with all these tools and strategies to help you with your daily grind today. We can have all the knowledge and tools, but if we're not actually taking action with that knowledge and tools, it doesn't mean anything. So most importantly, take that action towards your daily grind and start creating the life of your dreams. If you're looking for a little bit more help with that, make sure you check out thedailygrind.com, thedailygrind.com, and check out the show notes for all the links and start working on your daily grind today.